Hi, and welcome to the Living Room Scripture Lessons. My name is Brad Constantine, and this podcast series is going to be about the book of Genesis. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort has been made to, to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. If you're interested in a deep analysis of the book of Genesis, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy what you hear here, and if you have any questions, you can share, link, and subscribe. Thank you. Hi, and welcome back to the Genesis podcast. This is going to be chapter 38 of Genesis, and this is to show us the character and some of the things about Judah that we don't know about otherwise. Verse 1, it came to pass at that time that Judah went down from his brethren and turned into a certain Adulamite, whose name was Herah. And Judah saw there a daughter of a certain Canaanite, whose name was Shua, and he took her and went in and lay with her. And she conceived and bare a son, and he called his name Ur. And she conceived again and bare a son, and she called his name Onan. And she again yet conceived and bare a son and called his name Shelah. And he was uh, at Chezib when she bare him. And Judah took a wife for Ur, his firstborn, whose name was Tamar. And Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord slew him. And Judah said unto Onan, Go and marry thy brother's wife and raise up seed unto thy brother. And Onan knew that the seed should not be his, and it came to pass when he uh, when he married his brother's wife that he would not lie with her lest he should he should raise up seed unto his brother and the thing which he did displeased the lord wherefore the lord slew him also then said judah to tamar his daughter-in-law remain a widow at thy father's house till shelah my son be grown for he said lest peradventure he die also as his brethren did and tamar went and dwelt in her father's house so Tamar, the daughter-in-law of Judah, is going to wait for his youngest or his young son here to grow up so that she could be married to him. Um, but we'll see if that works out. And in process of time, the daughter of Shua, Judah's wife, died. And Judah was comforted and went up unto his sheep, sheep shearers to Timnath, he and his friend Hirah, the Adulamite. And it was told Tamar, saying, Behold, thy father-in-law goeth up to Timnath to shear his sheep. And she put her widow's garments off from her and covered her with a veil and wrapped herself and sat in an open place, which is by the way to Timnath, for she saw that Shelah was grown and she was not given unto him to wife. So Judah has forgotten the promise that he made to Tamar that uh, he would give his uh, son to her to be his to be his wife, that she would be his wife. And so she, she now is going to uh, tempt uh, Judah here. So verse 15, when Judah saw her, he thought her to be a harlot because she had covered her face. And he turned unto her by the way and said, go to, I pray thee, let me come in unto thee. Uh, let me come in and lie with thee. For he knew not that she was his daughter-in-law. And she said, what wilt thou give me that thou mayest come in and lie with me? And he said, I will send thee a kid from the flock. And she said, wilt thou give me a pledge till thou send it? And he said, What pledge shall I give thee? And she said, Thy signet and thy bracelets and thy staff that is in thine hand. And he gave it her and came and, and slept with her, and she conceived by him. And she arose and went away and, led, and laid by her veil from her and put on the garments of her widowhood. And Judah sent the kid by the hand of his friend, the Adulamite, to receive his pledge from the woman's hand, but he found her not. Then he asked the men of that place, saying, Where is the harlot that was openly by the wayside? And they said, There was no harlot in this place. And he returned to Judah, 
and said, I cannot find her. And also the men of the place said that there was no harlot in this place. And Judah said, let her take it to her, lest we be shamed. Behold, I sent this kid and thou hast not found her. And it came to pass about three months after that it was told Judah, saying, Tamar, thy daughter-in-law, hath played the harlot, and also, behold, she is with child by whoredom. And Judah said, Bring her forth, and let her be burnt. So let's see what kind of character Judah has here. When she was brought forth, she sent to her father-in-law, saying, By the man whose these are, am I with child? And she said, Discern, I pray thee, whose are these, the signet, the bracelets, and staff? And Judah acknowledged them and said, She hath been more righteous than I, because that I gave her not to Shelah my son, and he knew her again no more. And it came to pass in the time of her travail, that behold, twins were in her womb. And it came to pass when she travailed, that the one put out his hand, and the midwife took and, and bound upon his hand a scarlet thread, saying, This came out first. And it came to pass as he drew back his hand, that behold, his brother came out, and she said, How hast thou broken forth? This breach be upon thee, therefore his name was called Perez. And this will be through whom Jesus will be born, is through Perez. And afterward came out his brother that had the scarlet thread upon his hand, and his name was called Zarah. Now, Edersheim, or the Institute Manual says this, With typical honesty, the Old Testament includes the sordid tale of Judah's incestuous relationship with his daughter-in-law. There seem to be several reasons for its inclusion here. First, once again are illustrated the effects of the covenant people forgetting the importance of marrying in the covenant. Unlike his father, grandfather, and great-grandfather, Jacob, Isaac, and Abraham, Judah was not concerned about intermarriage with the Canaanites. The negative results of this marriage out of the covenant are clearly shown here. Second, the story shows the lineage of Judah from which the Messiah would eventually come. An additional lesson here shows that ancestry is not the determiner of one's righteousness. Finally, the truth that failure to honor one's commitments often leads to greater trouble is clearly shown. Had Judah faithfully kept his promise to Tamar, the seduction would never have taken place. Likewise, had Judah been faithful to the laws of morality, he never would have sinned with Tamar. And I bear testimony that these things are true, and, and uh, this is to show us the differences here between the sons of Israel and uh, Joseph. And I bear that testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See you next time.